Arg, grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sardis Shed podcast. Ever people of our word, we vowed that this week there would be no cider shed. And I don't know if it's just because of the week that was in it, but I felt compelled to do some form of speed dating of the archers this week with Kerry Warbis. Kerry, you're right. Yeah, I've got nothing in my life apart from Ritz crackers. I know, it just goes (laughs) on and on. Well, there's been a little bit of a backlash about dishwashers, but I think it's only fair that we wait until Peter is back in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I don't even have one, so... Yeah, we'll do that another time. But yes, it's been it's been quite a uh, fiery debate. That yeah, I got pelters on Facebook, but I'll uh, I'll go into that next week because yes. we're essentially we're up against it this week. But we we still wanted to put something out, and that's why yeah. we're here. And I wasn't here last week, and I was so busy last week. I actually didn't finish the Archers by the time I listened to the Cider Shed. So I'd missed some episodes and I wasn't sure how much I'd missed. And then Mm. just to give you an idea of a really despairing moment in my life, Gary, on Tuesday evening, I was walking home from work and I was like, okay, I need to listen to this week's Archers, but I have to listen to last week. So I'm going to pick up where I left off. And I pressed play and BBC Sounds said one of the most chilling phrases I've ever heard in my life. You're listening to Tuesday's episode of The Archers. I was like, got a whole fucking week to go. <laughs> yeah, that awful voice and the music of the BBC. The amount of times I've heard that horrible sound. But yeah, that you shouldn't vroom. have bothered. Yeah. Oh, you're listening. It sounds uh, utterly nuts on 1.5 as well, that noise, doesn't I it? Like it, it doesn't sustain. Did you speed through it or not bother? No, I got through it. I hadn't heard Emma and Trace's bust up at the hen, so I heard that. Mm. And then I listened to this week's and I thought I was all good to go. And it was only, oh, full disclosure as well, by the way, we're recording this on a Thursday night because none of us, well, Kerry couldn't and Peter and I definitely couldn't do anything on Friday. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, yeah, you can, but what are you going to do? Scream into the void, Kerry? Exactly, yes. (laughs) That's that's what I'm doing now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the void was my wrestling name. Um, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to round up until Thursday and if we've got time tomorrow, mm-hmm. we might tack on a little bit and see if our predictions were correct. We'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. If Jim's found his f-ing glasses. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we might not bleep out the fucks this week either. Who knows? Mm. I think they can take it. We were about 10 minutes off pressing record and I suddenly realized I hadn't heard Wednesdays. But I'd heard Thursdays and I knew something was up because I heard Adil and Brian were getting a lot of mentions. So I've just gone back and listened to that as well. As good a place to start as any, Adam. No, I thought you were going to say Brian then. (laughs) Well, we'll Mm. get to Brian because he is connected to this. Mm. And people have been in touch about this and they are right. Uh, I haven't gone back and listened to the episode, but Brian was so bereaved that he seems to have forgot all about the drill and... Yeah. temporarily, and then it came back to him. Adam said to Stella, you're the farm manager. Brian won't pick up the phone because his wife just died. You deal with it. That's what Brian paid you to do, isn't it? And so she goes off and buys the drill. Brian then looks down the the receipts and the invoices and goes, what's this? And at, did you know about it? And Adam's like, mm, uh, and absolutely shat his oh. tweeds, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Ab- abominable behaviour. In that heat of the moment, 
he knew full well that he'd said to, he didn't say to Stella buy it he said basically we trust you you're in charge do what you feel's right and that's what he should have said to Brian at that moment when he discovered the dent in the accounts and the future dents in the accounts that are considerably more and then Adam went home to gurgler and said that that had happened and he pretty much said oh don't bother admitting it didn't he i'm sure we've all been in that situation where you you have those workers of the world unite moment and you say like oh i think this should be done and your colleagues go yeah go on say something we'll back you up and then when you you go up and say something you look behind you and they've all gone to hide behind the office fridge and you're stuck there and i feel that's a bit like what adam has done here he should really have Stella's back on this. And Ian didn't come across well in that either, did he, saying? Oh, no, exactly. You know, just, you know if, you, if you want home farm, then I think you, you might need to not back Stella. I think what's going to happen in all of this, it's going to be mm. like that, um, that episode of Black Mirror where the, the hamster witnesses the murder. I reckon Weaver is going to go back and Stella's got, <laughs> Stella's got some new kit that she picked up at the agro agro-farming where you can plug it up Weaver's Jaxie and it records everything that's been going on in Adam and Ian's cottage. <laughs> I hope not everything. <laughs> um, I tell you what though, I am looking forward to Stella going absolutely batshit crazy and going, what? You were in- bereaved. I spoke to Adam several times. The clock was ticking. A decision had to be made. And Adam gave me the go-ahead to to make a decision. She she's she's going to go nuts, and then Adam, silly old fool, will look worse in Brian's eyes. He's doing his best at the moment to suck up to Brian to inherit the farm, basically, isn't it? And they keep bugging him about the will. It's even last week. It was so mm. bloody ghoulish. I like, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and I, you know, hey. You know, Adam said last week, you know, I, I, I just went round there to try and take his mind off everything Alice has said by ta- inviting him out to dinner and asking him all over again about the will. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? I, I hope Brian is in touch with his solicitor and writing them all out. And leave it all to bloody Rory at this stage. Yeah, it's wrong in so many ways, isn't it? You shouldn't be saying, what, who are you leaving everything to in your will? That's for them to declare if they wish to. And the more you say it the less likely they will be to give it to you. So it's not smart either. It's rude and it's stupid, which is Adam, really. Do you know what else is stupid? Is it a character on the Archers? Well, there's plenty of that, but we also didn't put an ad, so we're going to put it now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, hang on. We've got Adam, Drill, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, our note-taking and uh, structure is nil, so bear with. No, just don't. I mean, you're going to realise how well-honed the cider shed is normally <laughs> by what you're going to get this week. It might sound like two or three idiots packed into a shed <laughs> talking nonsense about the, the archers, but there mm. is actually some level of planning that goes on behind it. Yeah, um, so Adam Appalling, mm-hmm. he caused a lot of problems in the cricket earlier in the week as well because they couldn't decide if the scoring had been correct by a hungover gym. In the end... They thought it was LBW, leg before wicket, but they found out it was actually log before wicket. <laughs> I knew you were building up to something. <laughs> yes. Not really. Oh, no, I did. <laughs> um, that episode on Sunday, along with a few others this week, it just had me just looking at my radiogram and thinking, what? There was a whole section of Jim and others trying to work out whether things were an L or a 1, wasn't there? I think the whole episode was an L. <laughs> I was in L. I, <laughs> I was just thinking, God, I'm too old. I haven't got much time left on this planet. <laughs> and uh, so why am I spending any of it listening to this shite? <laughs> Fair play to Jazza, though, for still being able to manage it on a heavy stag night with a club foot because uh, we heard that Tracy's <laughs> tiger had been interfered with. What <laughs> did we? Yeah, she was a saying that. Uh, foot. Well, Jazz has done. He got run over by an electric vehicle, didn't he? <laughs> so he's been cut. Kind of, he's been walking around like the like like the guy that opens the door in horror movies on a stormy night. <laughs> no, Tr- Tracy said that uh, that her tiger her her tiger had been interfered with. I think it was Tigers, her team, because she accused yeah. Tom of lacing their drinks. Oh, I didn't pay any attention night. to that. I've no I idea. I liked it when when they were trying to find some alliteration for Tom's oh, yeah. team, and they were like, "Tom." I was thinking, "Tom's twats, Tom's tosspots, Tom's turnips, Tom, Tom's Tony's trains." <laughs> and it was the tadpoles that yeah, was suggested, but, wasn't it? Yeah, I like the idea of Jim in shades hung over to the shit house. Kenton's kept on playing like really bad WWE banging. Oh, that tunes, was all right. Didn't it? Yeah, I yeah. quite like that. I wish there'd been more of that. The late May Fest? Yeah, I'm disappointed that today, on June the 1st, there wasn't an early June fest. <laughs> um, yeah, I look forward to early, mid, late, mid-late. Yeah. <laughs> mid-late is a, is a jazz rhythm, isn't it? Isn't it just all songs have a middle-late? I don't know. You're is asking right? someone who didn't receive classical musical training. Oh, we'll have to ask Peter then. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> With his trumpet. Was, yeah, he, I mean, he was big on the Swindon jazz scene, wasn't he, Peter? He was. He was indeed, yeah. That isn't hard. <laughs> um, He's not here to defend himself. I'm now imagining him on a trumpet. <laughs> jazz trumpet, is that a thing? It is, of course it is. Ja- jazz trumpet. Isn't that That's... what Miles Davis played? Oh yes, it was. I saw a really good photo on Twitter this week, which was it's just Kenny G, <laughs> that awful oboist oh, yeah. clarinet player in the early nineties. 
and he's, he's obviously there you go jeez it's like is kenny in the room with you there kerry yep yep the kenny and kerry show kenny warbis i thought you were more of a kerry loggins man um because of adam <laughs> um there's a photo of kenny g and mm. he's obviously decided to look Oh, there's Miles Davis. We are contemporaries. I'm going to stand next to him. Oh, I'm not kidding. Joking. The look that Miles Davis has given him is amazing. <laughs> it's up there with, I don't know if you saw, there was an article in the Telegraph or the Guardian a few months back, and it was a woman with her dog sat next to a wood-burning stove that was on and went, find out how I saved a fortune on my electric, on my heating bills. And like the dog is just eye-rolling her as if so. <laughs> Yeah, is it is it that thing next to you, like the wood fire? Yeah, yeah. I can't say I read the Telegraph, to be honest with you, Matthew. No, I, well, I, that makes me think it was the Guardian, but anyway, it was because. Mm, well, you say you don't read the Telegraph, but there was an interview with the Adam actor in it this week, which I got from behind the paywall for us Ooh, to read. You sent it to me, didn't you? Oh, it didn't make me like him anymore, to be honest. <laughs> You know, a lot of people like to read newspapers online. I've never felt so close to headbutting my own Android phone in my life. <laughs> it was a strange one, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. I can't think of anything he said, but I was like, I was cringing a bit, I'm afraid. So we got the Mayfest. Uh, I was really hoping, because every time they have something like this, we had Toya show up, didn't we? That one where Ed, um, uh, yeah. Will was making his insano pottery. And I thought with Ferrety Fun, we might get Richard Gere. <laughs> I thought that Verity Fun was a new character who lived in. <laughs> yeah, she's she's a rival, a new rival for Linda Snell. Speaking of made-up names, Harriet Highway. Is that yes. actually what she was called, Harriet Highway? Rob, he, he's not going to get access to Gideon. So he said, look, Helen, it's my way or the Harriet highway and he's <laughs> he's dobbed her into the dairy rosers yeah helen is twitching away isn't she at these yeah. reviews at the um, health inspector being called in pat's trying to calm her down look like no point even thinking about it worrying about it tony's going nuts still isn't he he lost his rag again yeah tony's turned into charles bronson in the death wish movies He's just gone full vigilante. Yeah, still. So I'm still thinking which one of them's going to shoot Rob. It, at the moment, this week, it's Tony, isn't it? Because he wants sweet release from all of this grief. I did like the bit where Tony said, are you saying, has Harrison no clout at all? Where have you been, Tony? <laughs> yes, of course not. That conversation Harrison was having with Tracy in the ball tonight, and he was like, you know, you see things. <laughs> 14-year-olds graffitiing a bus stop. <laughs> but he can't look at a tree, or he hasn't looked, he doesn't look at trees. I had to check the speed that I was listening to that episode. That was the one I'd missed, wasn't it? Or was that tonight's? God, I No, forget. that was tonight's, tonight's. He said, I, yeah. I, I, I don't look at trees. And I thought, well, how would you get about the countryside? Is he just constantly banging into stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's why he can't see forests. I don't, I don't, don't know about flies. I don't know about trees. Yeah. I don't know about the criminal justice system or modern <laughs> policing. <laughs> what does he know about? He knows his way around a Fallon. That's what he knows. Eurovision. He knows about Eurovision now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I got the impression not only was the, I mean, Tracy accused Tom of lacing the drinks of her tigers, but I mm. got, jeez, what is going on with this show? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> quite. 
Yeah. But then I thought she was lacing Harrison's cheese and pickle sandwich because he started to talk very slowly. Oh, this is... (laughs) By the way, Kerry, when you're eating something... Does anyone has anyone ever actually told you what it is you are eating? Well, oh, that happened twice this week so far, yeah. didn't it? I also liked when he went, "I'd love a pint, but I can't really stop." I thought that's Alice, isn't it? Giving that <laughs> line to the wrong character here. But about two times this week, which is twice, that's happened with the describing thing because Helen patronizingly, as always, when she was eating with Lee. And he was like, he was literally chomping, people going nuts because you could hear him eating. She went, it's a Mexican. He's, he's fucking eating it. He knows what it is. He's not sort of four. Tracy with the cheese sandwich, then with the Mexican. Yeah. I mean, they, they always identify when they're having soup, don't they? <gasps> I made some soup today. Oh, did you? Flavour? Mushroom. Okay. Mm. Oh, if this was a normal week, I'd be making a break. Beep, 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 breaking soup news jingle. But there just isn't time. <laughs> yeah, don't bother. It's bloody lovely. I love mushrooms. I People either love them or hate them. I absolutely, I, 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 if I'm in a restaurant and there's a menu given to me, I will seek out the mushrooms. <laughs> I reckon, well, I think there were mushrooms in Harrison's sandwich. Yeah, um, probably. It's cheese, pickle and special mushrooms. Well, not never forget that Nolatando and Freddy uh, accidentally gave Lizzie a magic mushroom risotto a few they years did, ago. Yeah. Hey, by the way, this just mm. came to me a couple of weeks ago when I, you know, every now and again you're just walking down the street or in the supermarket and an archer's thought pops into your head. Yeah. Nolatando just vanished, didn't she? There was no send-off, there was no goodbye. Mm. She came over, it was this whole big thing and then Gone. I never heard Kate say we saw her off at the airport or she's gone home. I don't even know if she's still there. I thought we knew it was a sort of fleeting, fairly fleeting visit. They yeah, didn't have a but... notion of that. But yeah, there wasn't a send off. I'm not fussed about that, to be honest. No, no, but it's just for so they she was kind of front and centre of a load of those storylines with Freddie and Brian and all of that in the bereavement thing. And then yeah, suddenly she was gone. But anyway, yeah, Harriet Highway, I love the food inspection. As someone who has been inspected and audited mm-hmm. multiple times, I thought she was very, very good at being quite sniffy oh. and shitty. I thought Susan <laughs> would have just thrown herself into it. Or into the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I can't take it. And just jump. <laughs> I got my head on. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty much like that, wasn't it? Yes, you've put on a hat, but what do you do before that? I wash my hands, I promise. But then she said, there's a list on the wall, go read that. (laughs) Yeah, I do everything on that list, I do, I do, I promise. (laughs) The demeanour of people at uh, a bridge farm, because Mm. Pat said she seemed quite jolly and Helen went, probably an act. She says that about everyone, doesn't she? That person seems completely normal and balanced and quite good-mannered and act. No one's yeah. like that. Well, she can't cope with the idea that someone... It does not compute that someone would be jolly near her, no. does it? I suppose. I do like this idea of Rob sat in a darkened room just writing loads of shitty reviews. and you know, yes. I had some Borchester blue on my sourdough and my asshole went convex. <laughs> When I listened to the end of that episode on Tuesday, I caught the end of it in real time. Mm. 
mm. when Helen and Lee were there and I'd missed the intro of the whole Mexican thing and stuff like that and they were like mm-hmm. oh I love you and then she went <laughs> I can't say it because I just it f***ing freaked me out she just went oh. uh, finish your spiders oh. I was like she feeding him spiders because you hadn't like, heard the enchiladas no though. and I was like what is Which she were- doing to this poor man <laughs> I mean it I wouldn't put it past her to be honest <laughs> I like the way Pat earlier in the week said poor Lee and she went yeah he's like and she went no I mean poor Lee what a pair what a pair honestly (laughs) well what a pair helen and lee what a pair adam and ian they're both moronic aren't they what's to be gained from i mean adil's talked up stella a bit yeah brian i only just heard that because i realized i'd missed wednesday's wednesday's episode Mm, broken brian yeah and then he goes to Justin to pick Justin's brains. I thought it was all shrouded in secrecy that she'd worked for Damara. Well, I know that she'd worked for Justin. I don't know that we'd ever heard she worked for Damara directly. And what was the purpose of all of that? Because Justin was like, why are you here, Brian? Why are you asking me this? And then he made him a coffee. And I was like, hang on. You know, this is normally the four horsemen of the Ambridge apocalypse. Because the last time they had refreshments, Jenny died. Lillian <laughs> rang while he was having a bit of pate on toast with a, with a fine wine. And it was Lillian calling to say, like, Justin. And he was like, oh, you never believe. Guess who's here with me right now while you're enjoying your spa weekend? What's that siren I can hear in the background? <laughs> I I know it's always, it's not going to bode well, is it, if you're asking justin about anything or telling justin anything he will use this somehow won't he he'll be thinking ah there are cracks happening Mm. there's something not you know or he'll tip off stella or you know don't ever share any information with him no anybody i was i was disappointed that brian did that you know what brian should do is just wait and he knows Stella's good. Trust your judgment. Speak to Stella when she gets back, which should be any day now, shouldn't it? Yeah, she went to Florence for a wedding, didn't mm. she? Her sister's yeah, wedding. Yeah, for, for she... two weeks. And uh, I can't wait for, as mentioned earlier, Stella to go nuts and just throw Adam into the shit. One major plot shock that I didn't see coming was Tony says he wants to nail Rob. LAUGHTER <laughs> Against the uh, observation window, hopefully. <laughs> and if there's CCTV, all the better. <laughs> I've just got Rob's a picture of Rob's face kind of squished off. Squished sideways. Yeah, going, <laughs> oh, no, Tony, stop. <laughs> and Tony just going, I've got to, I've got to. Yeah, ramming something up his arse. <laughs> the Earl of St. Germans going up yes. his concave Borchester blue butthole. Um, Amazing. Yeah, please. There's a bit of alliteration that I didn't ever <laughs> think no, I would say. I didn't think you'd say that when you woke up this morning. Excuse me, I should probably point out, actually, I'm a little mm. bit sniffy, which never happens to me, but I'm a little bit. Aww. Is it all the, the dust and stuff from doing like loads of decorating and, you know? Yeah, other than the fact that someone wired up our oven so it was like designed to kill us. Um, and we had oh. to get a second second opinion in for someone. How did you in notice that? Uh, I took it out and looked at it because it wasn't running properly, and they basically ah. just hodgepodged a load of wires behind it and hadn't oh, earthed the oven. Um, so Bloody we called. Hell. Like a, 
Yeah. So we called a solutions guy, came in today, and he just, he, he did that real kind of like tire kicking. Oh, yeah. Kind of look at it. And then like a team of three guys came around today and sorted it all out. I'll tell you what, Matthew. What? I'd like a solutions guy to have a look at the archers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he'd just come in and go, Ooh. Now this is going to take some doing. <laughs> aren't, uh, we, aren't we the solution guys to the archers? I'd like. Well, to we think can't so. fix it, can we? Well, I don't know. I, I you know, I well, think. Are we bit by bit fixing? We are slowly. I don't think so. We're making it worse. For if anything, we we comment on it. We give feedback. That's what I, that's what I'm calling it anyway. Do we think we're turning the scriptwriters into spite writers? They're like, yes, right, okay. I honestly think that the, there's few reasons for why it's so dire of late other than it's either some sort of government experiment to test listeners <laughs> on how much they can endure or they hate us and <laughs> one other podcast that criticises it quite openly and um, they're trying purposefully to do our heads in. What do you think of the whole Freddie thing? His reaction to the trust, the trustees in particular. I'd be pissed off. People sort of go, "Oh, there he goes whining again." Oh God, I would be upset about that. And moreover, can't remember when I last used that word, but I thought Elizabeth again was unsatisfactory (laughs) (laughs) because she just should be kicking off at the trustees about this whole thing. And just sort of goes, oh, I tell you what, Freddie, what you should do is just have a break. Go f*** off for a few (laughs) weeks out of my hair. Not giving him any credence, not supporting him, not shaping him as the future of it at all. You know, it doesn't all have to be her, but I, I feel her role in all of this is hugely lacking. And I, I am Team Freddy still. I assumed that it was going to be a no from the team of trustees anyway. But given that Brandon, Brendan, the, the guy, the prog rock cock. Oh, yeah. The fact that he was so into prog rock, I was convinced the answer would be yes. <laughs> there is, a, I don't know if it, I think it's, um, I think it's possibly myth. But apparently, and someone will scream at the podcast who knows the yeah. truth behind this. Rick Wakeman got so bored at the Royal Albert Hall when they were like in the middle of one of their gigs once. Mm. And they were, I think it was Tales from Topographic Oceans tour. Like half actually, the audience. Hopefully. Yeah. He ordered a curry and had it delivered to the stage <laughs> while he was in the middle of some 17 hour organ solo. I bet it was a korma or something really boring. <laughs> Not even an exciting curry. No. Well, a, a yes gig would. Be enough to send you into a korma. <laughs> I quite like a korma from time to time, but you get the joke, don't you? And well done, Matthew, for riding with it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do an ad here and then we'll have a little chat about what comes next. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Okay, so as unpromised last week, we have done a pod. As promised at the beginning, it's been quite short because of the fact we're doing it on Thursday. We're going to try and try mm-hmm. and make a prediction for Friday. What's going to happen tomorrow, Kerry? Go. Jim will find his stupid old glasses. <laughs> Is that it? Okay, I like that. Yep. How am I going to play the the X-Files <laughs> tune over just that, Kerry? <laughs> Where do you think the glasses will be? Well, Chris was seen putting them on a statue, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, I mean, this is that moment Aww. when we realise we hear different things, don't we? Ad- apparently Adil or Brian knew this. Ah, oh, right. I had no idea about that. I- this is one of those things that highly illustrates that if you listen only once whilst tweeting a lot, you miss a lot, which is why I listen twice when we do, and I haven't listened twice. So there's huge holes. So they were put, I was thinking, oh, they're at the burger van earlier in the week because that was mentioned. Then tonight, someone, was it, someone saw Jim wearing them as he came home. Was it Kenton? Hang on. Did that happen that, tonight? That, I didn't Yeah, I didn't someone that. said they saw them on him when he came home. But what are you saying about this statue thing? Uh, either Adil or Brian informed the other one that apparently Chris on the stag had been seen putting Jim's glasses on a statue in Felpersham or something. Oh, so Adam might have them on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear that at all. Nothing about a statue. I don't know. Okay. Oh, I didn't hear anything. Of, are we listening to the right week? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'm getting confused with the true crime podcasts I keep listening to. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's no one added to the cast list for tomorrow for the week. Okay. Is Stella in it? She is. There you go. She's coming back and she's taking Adam down. She'll be fuming and she'll go, look, if you don't trust me, I'm f***ing out of here. And then Brian will be, oh, my God, I've got to bring Adam in instead or something. Yeah, that'll be what the thing is tomorrow, won't it? Hopefully, Kerry and I, and possibly Peter, we don't know his his situation, will come back for a couple of minutes tomorrow and say what and say what we got right and what we got wrong. How does that sound, yeah. Kerry? Great. All right. Listen, we said it was going to be a short one, but... You know, we want to do something for you guys, so that's what we've done. A uh, quick word about our socials. Kerry, we're on Twitter. At the Cider Shed Pod on Twitter. Do the tweet along. Hashtag the Archers. Tell all your friends. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're the same at Instagram, at the Cider Shed Pod. We have a Facebook group called the Cider Shed Podcast. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Cider Shed. And you can get in touch on email, hello at thesidershed.com. And you can go over to iTunes, look for The Cider Shed, and leave us a five-star review. That really helps the pod as well. We've got a new one. We've got a new one. Oh, go on. Oh, there are two new ones. Two new ones. Is it Rob? (laughs) It's Rob writing them. (laughs) Apparently, Pat said people are just bored and they write terrible reviews. And I was like, "Eh, we got one of those once. Saying we just complained about the archers. Which I, yeah, thought, hello. which I actually thought was fantastic. Yes, correct. Um, okay, so thank you to MCF Collie 251618. And he, he they, she says, um, this is like having a smoke behind the sixth form common room with the cool anti-establishment kids. Love the sarcasm and mutual hatred that what? I and the presenters have. <laughs> for the same characters and it's a brilliant listen i'm not middle class 
or posh enough for long-term listening to other Archer's podcasts, I can listen to the Cider Shed without feeling like I need to have baked or seen something or picked up Tarquin from lacrosse. Oh dear. Such Blimey. A, mm, hello. Such a brilliant discovery and a podcast and page I've not been banned for comparing Pat to Jules Winfield from Pulp Fiction. Not yet, anyway. Who's Jules Winfield? Thanks again, David in Manchester. So thanks, David, very much for that. Jules is the is Samuel L. Jackson's character, isn't it? The one who's kind of totally pivotal to the whole thing that and has Tim Roth looking down the barrel of his gun in the diner ah, at the end. God. So he compared Pat to that character. Interesting. The second one we've had is from Queen of Critical Objects. Oh, that's good. Quite like that. Just a brilliant podcast. Absolutely love this podcast and hearing their review of the ongoings at Ambridge. So funny and down to earth. Hurrah. Nice. Keep them coming, friends. All right, Kerry. Yeah, so I'm off to pick up Xavier from Polo. Don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I'm going to get baked. <laughs> no, I'll have a bake. I'll have a baked Ritz cracker, thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Look, we're out of here. Sorry it's been brief, but really the alternative was nothing, and we did this. I hope that isn't a preferable alternative <laughs> after <laughs> this that mess. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, would nothing be an improvement on the archers this week? Yes. Good night. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Those beautiful sounds of Kerry singing Kenny G's songbird have heralded our Friday add-on. We kind of thought, because we, we were forced into recording on a Thursday night, which made things a lot easier for both of us, that sometimes Friday fizzles out, doesn't it? Yes, sometimes there's a massive cliffhanger, Rob's back, Grey Gables blows up. But I would say quite often, Kerry... Mm. I find we probably talk less about what happened on Friday than we do Monday mm. to Thursday because we've just listened to Friday and then we record yeah. the podcast. And particularly if nothing of note happens, but we got the chance last night to record on a Thursday and then look forward and think what would happen on Friday, which I quite enjoyed. And you said, Kerry, what were your, you had one prediction which came under the X-Files music, which was? Jim will find his bloody glasses. Yes, I and think we can we can completely forget that part of the story, can't we? <laughs> yeah, but also I did predict about the burger van thing. Oh, you did? I? That's fair. That is fair. That's good. The other thing I wrongly predicted was that Stella would really take Adam down. Well, Peter very correctly said a couple of weeks ago, Stella will come back from Florence and get her P45. Oh, Because I was yeah, saying yeah. Brian will mm. find the drill receipt mm. and he'll go nuts and Peter said yeah she thinks she's gone away for two weeks she'll actually find out she's going away for longer so I mean for us to record on a Thursday and then start thinking about Friday mm. that's just going to push our prediction levels through the roof isn't it <laughs> yeah. yeah I I this, it was strange today about the uh, glasses it seemed to go on interminably that sort of piecing together clues and pictures and We'll make a timeline. Jim seems to be a bit imbecilic at the moment. We just wanted the red meat of Stella, Brian and Adam, didn't we? Yeah. It's a bit like when you're watching an adult movie. The uh, the intimate scene keeps cutting away to kind of like a matter of fact scene where they're chatting about a pool. 
needing repairing. You're like, can you just get back to the, the nitty gritty, <laughs> will you? And that's what I felt like listening tonight. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. want, I don't want, um, yeah, this pool has been causing me so many problems. Do you think you could clean it? I want full on, you know, scissoring. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Um, At Rob I... up against the cheese windows, yes. give it to me. <laughs> but, but can you enlighten me, Matthew, on the, you know, Susan said the reason why she'd strung them along and had picked them up on Monday was because she was belittled about losing her sunglasses. Mm, I heard that and I thought you might pull me up on that. Um, Sorry, I can't remember that. Back to the adult movie again. I (laughs) think that got a momentary mention that Jim was being difficult, cantankerous about the charging station and he gave me a hard time about missing my glasses, but beyond losing my glasses. God, that, oh, that, was, that was that was a bit of poor Portuguese and English mixing there. I <laughs> don't think it actually was anything more than a, a momentary mention, and it, there was definitely no two minutes devoted to it. Right. Which is which is less than uh-huh. we should be giving it now, to be honest, Kerry. Because well, let's face it, I, I mean, we've always stuck mm. up for Adam, and it's hard. It's hard when he does something that turns you against the character, but. Um, <laughs> I know I'm I'm kind of choked. I mean, mm. the cider shed Twitter account of which you are the hell the helmer. You are at the helm of it. <laughs> right hel- helmer, I you're, am. You're the you're a right helmet. Helmet. Um, yeah. Well, I am at the helm of it. Yes. You said tonight, Kerry, <clears throat> Adam, you were hateful and dull and weird before this. <laughs> now you're a snake and hateful and dull and weird. Hashtag the archers. So thanks for joining yeah. us for this add-on. Um, enjoy the pod. <laughs> and that's that. He was awful, wasn't he? His tone. Well, no. As if it was all a surprise. No, I did not tell you. I think Stella is... Also, can Brian just sack her on the spot for gross misconduct? Surely there has to be some formal evidencing of what she's done. And she was showing him... The quarterly record where she'd itemized it all. I bet bet they hadn't even read it. And her justification for buying it sounded quite reasonable. Yeah, and we pretty much remember the conversation with Adam. She is mm. right. He said that you as we said yesterday, which you guys will be mm. thinking, this is a bit like play your cards right, where everyone he said you were so much you're so much better than last week's. Everyone listening to this like, hang on, they only said that twenty minutes ago. Well, it's the next <laughs> day for us. Yeah, I mean all of these things that Brian is going through here. It's drill denial, drill bargaining, drill depression. At the moment, we're in drill anger. And finally, there'll be drill acceptance. He's going through all the five stages of drill grief, isn't he? <laughs> he is, yeah. It's all going to backfire on Adam, and I cannot wait for this. I, I, I was a bit disappointed, to say the least, that Stella didn't properly haul him over the coals. But they're going to string it out a little bit and she really hopefully will pull pull her... Well, I don't know what to say. What's, it, what's the phrase? Pull her dog up and throw it across <laughs> the table at Adam's throat. Yeah, that. That would do. And I, Brian's being silly, isn't he? It is a stage of grief, isn't it? I'm sure we're going to find out afterwards. Yeah. And so... What will be going on on Sunday? What's the next step in all of these little funny storylines that are going on? When they were having that face-off in the office, I was like, please, 
the band, mm. don't start playing, don't start playing. And then the music, I was like, oh, f sake. I want it to kick right mm -hmm. off. Yeah, I mean, we have to mm. wait and see. You don't, you don't think Brian's, um, I mean, it's very strange of you to come out against Brian, but I think you're right. I don't think he has a leg to stand on. Mm. I mean, one thing we didn't talk about yesterday, you were quite pro-Adil in the Adil Oliver letting a hen party run riot in Grey Gables, weren't you? Yes. I liked the bit where he said, you don't tell. You ask. <laughs> I like that. He actually yeah, cut across he's... Oliver, didn't he, while he was talking as well. And he was like, you know, yep. you have to consider your co-owners. I was like, yeah, who are they, Adol? Just uh, just say, <laughs> say the name. Please will tell you us. If that guy ever comes on this show, it's going to be up there with like Paxman asking Michael Howard, did you threaten <laughs> to overrule the head of prisons? Yes. <laughs> when he asks the same question a thousand times. Oh, lovely Jeremy Paxman. He's gone from University Challenge now, hasn't he? He signed off very uh, humbly, didn't he, as far as I know? I haven't seen yet, but hes I do like him. I did meet him in the round reading room at the British Library once. Yeah, I mean, apparently he said at the end something to, something to the effect of um, University Challenge will be back next, whatever. And uh, I look forward to watching it, so... Oh, yeah. that's nice, isn't it? I don't actually watch it anymore, but no, I haven't watched it since Quasi Quarteng was on it. <laughs> That's enough to it's put just, anyone off. Yeah, it? it's just a, just a, you know, good rule of thumb, isn't it? If Quasi's involved, <laughs> get the f out, run. Yeah. Yes. Anything else to add to that, Kerry? I feel like we. I mean, if it if it had been a real damp squib of a Friday, we wouldn't have come back. Maybe, but I think. Uh, we have to round things off. I don't like loose ends and, you know, straggly bits. It's nice to just neatly tie things up, even if we just say, oh, he found his glasses and Adam's a dick. Just to go back to the glasses thing, we heard anecdotally this week, Pat and Helen were guffawing about the fact that Tony couldn't find his glasses for an entire year at Bridge Farm. And in the end, it turned out that oh, yeah. Peggy had thrown them in the in the grain pit. <laughs> <laughs> You, you Along with shit. loads of his other belongings, probably. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was just having a sip of vodka and cranberry oh, go juice. Go for your life. I got, I got a sangria here. Oh, lovely. Um, how's your weekend looking? Going to Spain tomorrow. Ah, hopping over the border. Going up north over the border to Vigo. If oh, you, you like it there? Yeah, it's bloody lovely. I love that city. So we're going up there just for the day. Yeah, and um. Hopefully chill a bit on Sunday, but chilling seems to be absolutely impossible right now because there's just so much to do. And then three-day week next week. And uh, oh. I'll have my new place to myself for about 48 <gasps> hours, which is, you know, it's gonna, I'm going to go full risky business because the sh floors are very slidey. And uh, <laughs> next Saturday, I'm going to Primavera Sound. Uh, of which the head headliners are Blur and New Order. Ah, well, that'll be good, won't it? Yeah, I think if I looked from at the bill, New Order and Blur kind of clash, but yeah, whatever. Mm, I'm sure you'll manage to straddle. <laughs> it's, well, it's an outdoor festival, Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the habit of a you lifetime. Kind of, you have to stay sometimes. Yeah. You don't know where you are uh, after five wobbly eggs. You think you're in your bedroom, don't you? <laughs> wobbly eggs oh kerry thanks for coming back on friday pleasure we kind of had a little chat about off air we're like i wouldn't, wouldn't mind recording on a thursday night mm. and talking about sunday to thursday and then doing a little add-on about friday but we'll uh 
where hopefully people just enjoy us talking crap about the archer so we could get away with that but yeah any feedback on this from you listeners please do hop us a tweet or a dm if it's awful do do a cider <laughs> shit i was listening the other week and i became incredibly distressed while seating my borchester blue that uh, they hadn't touched on friday's episode and then at the end they came on not only did my asshole go convex they failed to cover any of the topics all right so we're going to do a real goodbye now Yes, let's do that. And to play us out is Kenny G with his song, Songbird. Kerry? Oh, is that me? I thought you were going to play the bloody real one. I can do it. Okay, how? Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.